Welcome to the One Broken Cog Podcast. Join John and Brian as they share small adjustments that lead to major impacts. One Broken Cog Podcast. I am Brian Olson, and you know, social media is such a hot topic these days. So many companies and brands are battling for visibility and to connect to their desired audience. And our guest today knows more than most about social media as she has successfully built her personal brand on TikTok, leading to the success of her businesses. And she is none other than Sandy Lynn. Now, Sandy started her first business, Roof, at 19 with a love of dogs, a passion for hard work, and a dream to live life on her terms. And ever since, she's been determined to help other young people do the same. Now, in May of 2020, she hopped on TikTok to share her entrepreneurial journey, business knowledge, and marketing tips. And she gained an amazing community of 330,000 on that platform. Now, currently, Sandy is building an e-learning platform from young entrepreneurs to learn everything about business from experts, connect with like-minded entrepreneurs, and grow together in a safe environment. Sandy, it's great to have you on the show. Welcome to the One Broken Cog podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yes, so am I. You know, I got to tell you, Sandy, I have so much respect for you to start a business at such a young age and to really go out and learn by doing. I mean, it takes a lot of confidence to invest in yourself and it also takes fearlessness, you know, to face potential failure. What led to your decision to really go out on your own at such a young age and start your first business? Well, I would say it really dated back to my my roots, which is my family. Um, coming back from a, a family background of entrepreneur. So my dad is actually, he was com- come from a very poor environment. And growing up, seeing him work his way up and starting his own business, I know that anything is possible. Um, if he can go from debt and raising me and my sister up, um, then I think that that's the way that I should go about life, you know, fearing nothing. Um, so at 19, I really see that a lot of people in my peer are, you know, partying, doing the very conventional college kid things. I'm like, do I really want to fall into that rabbit hole? Um, so that's where I really want to start my own path and carve out my own life. That's awesome. And you really see that work ethic and drive from, you know, Asian families and immigrant families, you know, their parents come and they sacrifice everything for their families and their children and, you know, to make a better life for their kids. And you see that work ethic. And obviously you're a Shiny example of that, right? You went out there at such a young age and really, really went for it. How did how did you? I know you leveraged TikTok and YouTube very, very early on. What led you to the decision to use those platforms, and how did you become so successful so quickly? Well, when I first built my first business at nineteen, there wasn't TikTok, so I really had to utilize Instagram instead. But at the time, it was easier, way easier to build up a presence on Instagram. Um, but when I really got on TikTok as this May. Because I got on the platform just by kind of observing what other people are doing. And of course, there's like the dancer and the comedians. But then I really see a side of TikTok where not a lot of people were on at that time, which is small business. Um, A lot of people are selling candles, stickers on there. I'm like, okay, so these kids and these owners are really wanting to sell something on TikTok. That's really interesting to, for me to see. So I was like, okay, there's a market on here and I wish I could give back to my community of small business owner. So that's where I started um, building up my my personal brand and also my second business on TikTok, sharing my entrepreneurship journey and giving business tips and tricks. That's awesome. You know, and you always hear from people like the, you know, the early adopters on YouTube, they became successful because they started so early and now People are late to the game. It's very tough to build that following because you're competing with so many other channels out there and other influencers. When you went on TikTok, is it is that the case where you were one of the 
first early adopters to jump on the platform or was your approach much different than everyone else's? I think that I was one of the early mid adapter. I'll say I'm not very early on, um, but I think I, I jump on at the right time um, where in quarantine, you know, people are getting furloughed. People are losing their job. People are realizing nine to five aren't the safe route. They need something else. They need a side hustle. They need a small business to sustain themselves. So a lot of people, we look into this realm. Um, and then that's where I come in and present the opportunity and inspire them, I guess. Um, so I really cut into the right exact timing. And also my approach is very different because um, at the time, there isn't a lot of people doing entertaining things combined with educational. So I would dance to a song or would I point to something on the air and kind of combine being fun and being bubbly and authentic with educational content, which is super easy to swallow and consume. I love that. You know, bridging the entertainment aspect and educating as well, having a balanced approach is so smart and it's really worked for you. Do you think it's tough for YouTubers to migrate over to TikTok because it's such a different, you have such a small window of time to capture somebody's attention? Or, or do you think it's just native? They're just so used to the platform that they can easily adapt to that new uh, approach of TikTok. I am actually not a YouTuber. Um, I'm just, I just got on TikTok and started going at it. But there's actually a, a girl that I know, Jade. Um, Jade really utilized YouTube at a very young age, at 16, I believe, and then migrated on TikTok and did an amazing job. I think she will be an amazing person to talk to as well. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Would love to talk to her about it because I know that, that each platform is so specific and they all have, have like algorithms. I know I've heard from people saying that, you know, they used to have a big following and the algorithm changed and they're not being put in front of somebody's feed. And there's just a whole different discussion there, right? To try to figure out the algorithm. Same with Facebook advertising. But I'd love to talk to you about your first business, you started Roof at a very, very young age. What did you learn about yourself and business in the process of running and, uh, and getting Roof up to speed? Um, I realized that I don't know anything. <laughs> um, I realized that there's so much in the world to learn and consume. And at such a young age, you know, when you're so young and you, when you're a teenager, you think that you know everything, you are stubborn, you have your own thinking. And at the time I was, you know, I, I definitely experienced some failure and I was like, okay, oh, well, I don't know anything. Um, so what I learned about myself is consuming and finding mentors, mentorship and network is your net worth. Um, so from there, I really focus on how do I learn from the best people in the industry so I can humble myself and learn from these people, their failure, their knowledge, and implement that in my own life and my business as well. So smart. I love it. Now, what led you to starting your new business, uh, Small Business Tips? Yeah, so that that all originated from TikTok. Um, so if my my TikTok handle is literally just small business tips underscore. I don't know how I came up with that very tacky handle, <laughs> I would say. But um, it just came to me. Um, so I started there and I saw I started seeing a lot of young kids and just Gen Z, younger Gen Z wanting to start their own business but doesn't know how to and where to start and where to consume information or get mentors. So I really see a need for a community and a platform out there that makes starting a business more accessible and making connecting like-minded people more accessible. So that's why Small Business Tips came about. That's great. So if you're trying to get in front of a millennial audience, definitely utilize TikTok, YouTube, and the things that they're actually watching to you know put your brand in front of them, right? And get get leads and get those early adopters, those are customers. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, there's so many tech company, um, startup, small business right now that are really turning their head into TikTok. And right now I'm talking to a few tech startup um, who are really focusing all their marketing dollar into TikTok because they know how big of an impact that it could make. Definitely. No, I love it. Now, you know, it's funny that most businesses, they really don't realize the power and effectiveness of social media in regards to marketing and advertising. I mean, to me, it produces the highest ROI of any medium. Why do you think businesses are hesitant to test social as a marketing strategy? Um, social media, well, it, it, I want to say it, it's, it's been there, but it's still relatively very new, right? Compared to email marketing, direct mail. It's relatively new and it's harder to measure sometimes and sometimes a piece of content that you put out might not have the same roi return as the 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 informations or the energy or the marketing doubt that you put out so i think the measurabilities and how how fast it grows and changes scares the company a little bit and they don't necessarily know how to utilize them in the right way yeah, I think it is. I think it's fear. They're so used to the traditional marketing methods and maybe they're not getting the return they're looking for in those methods and they, they don't understand there's a much better approach out there and it's been blowing up. I mean, I think the top trend of 2020 for marketing was social media listening, which most people don't even know what that is, but it's extremely effective and people, they don't realize that it works for B2B. People think it's only B2C, but really B2B is is hot on social media as well. Now, do you think it's difficult getting respect from certain people when you're doing business at such a young age? Like when you're doing a business deal or you have people you're dealing with that are much older than you, is it tough to get that respect? Um, to some extent, um, yes. But um, I actually like that because I play to my advantage. Um, when you're such a young age, you're you as being a mentee, right? So a lot of people that I met want to help you. And one of my mentors actually tell me that I'm so glad that you're only 20 because if I introduce you to top CEO, they probably wouldn't turn ahead to you if you're 30 because you're already in the industry because you're so young and you're fresh out of college. They want to be able to help you and mold you. So I actually like that. I love being younger in this industry. People constantly give me amazing advice. That is wonderful. I love it. And uh, what's some of the great advice that you've received? Um, one of the coolest advice, I would say, don't set goals or expectation, just do it and excel it. Um, because one thing that you, when you set goals or expectation, there's a limitation. So you already set a limit for yourself and your teams. So if you just focus on what's supposed to be doing every single day and do it the best, the end result will be the best, right? And you will feel disappointed if you didn't hit the goal. And if you excel it, great. You celebrate that. Um, yeah, that's like the best advice that I've ever got in my life. I love it. And is there any advice that you would give to young entrepreneurs who have maybe a great idea and they're passionate about helping others, but they just don't know how to start a business? What, how would you guide them? What would be a great first step and maybe pointing them in the right direction? Um, <laughs> Google and LinkedIn is your best friend. Um, so Google information, LinkedIn network. So learn your information, how to start a business from Google, YouTube, different platform, and then use LinkedIn or different connecting app to connect and network with people that have already done it and reach out to people because your network is your net worth. Um, and really learn from the people that have already done it and get their insight and potentially they can help you as well and get started.
And what do you think about the connection between building your personal brand and then your business brand? Are they interconnected or are they separate? They're super interconnected. Um, I'm a strong believer that I think a lot of this creator economy, a lot of creator is going to start building off business off of their personal brand. And we already seen that already, right? Um, a great example, I'm going to do a cliche, Kim Kardashian, their family, tons of business all built off of their personal brand. You might not like their personal brand, but you cannot deny that their business is very successful. Um, so there's, it's very intertwined. And like myself, I build off my personal brand first, and it's way easier to build different business off of your personal brand because people already like you, people already know you and trust you. And when you roll out a business, they're going to be more likely to support you and you already have an existing audience to market to. No, that's great advice. I love it. What do you think millennials are struggling with professionally today? Uh, I think they're struggling with fear. I think what makes the newer generations creative is because they have, they just, you know, they're fresh out of the, like the, the door, right? So they have nothing to be afraid of. Um, so they're super creative. They, they think about things that goes off the sky. But with millennial, there's so much to lose. Um, there's a lot on the plate. So it's harder to get creative because of fear. If take that fear away and take that expectation away, I think millennial would do amazing. But first of all, you have to, you know, educate yourself enough to take that fear away first. What do you think they're afraid of? Is it because they there's so many information sources coming at them and they just can't decipher which one is true or not or where to begin? Or is it because of lack of guidance from their parents or their the circle of people around them? What do you think that the fear stems from? I think the fear stem from, you know, fear always come from it yourself, right? So every single one of them have different reason to be fearful for, for, but ultimately afraid of themselves and failure. And when you have that, it prohibit yourself from doing things because you're afraid of what people are thinking of you. Uh, how if you couldn't do it, if you are not good enough to do it, what's your colleague going to think of you when you start this podcast, this business ideas? So I think that's where it really derived from. Now, as far as millennials that are going to market who are just starting out, you know, they're, would you recommend those millennials get an education first or really dig in and become entrepreneurs and start a business? Um, I would say just stick in, you know, just get started. Why wait? Uh, you're a lot of us already have a college degree and we went on the nine to five and what, where did it get us? You know, um, just dig in the, the, the process, the learning process start when you start and start your first foot cross, you know, like when you start going, you'll start learning and you learn as you go. And I'm glad that you actually went out and did it because now you're mentoring others on how to do it. Now, who are some of your mentors along the way when you were first starting out? Oh, well, I have, I am very blessed with this. So I have quite some mentors. So my, my dad, of course, is one of them. Um, great mindset impact so much of how I, I operate as my, um, my business and myself as well. Another one, Chris and Paul, um, they're co-founder of copy.ai. Great mentors. They really are in the business of helping entrepreneurs as well. And that's where we really align. Um, 
a great person from um, Turek, from Claire Banks, working as a grown marketer in Claire Banks. Um, he's a great mentor of mine as well. There's just so many amazing people out there that just, you know, help me along the way. That's amazing. And now you're doing the same. You're giving back, which is so cool. Why do you think, uh, Sandy, the gig economy is so popular right now? Um, I'm not exactly sure if I understand the gig economy, to be honest. Yeah, no, it's gig economy is kind of like people that are, you know, doing like Uber or they're doing a uh, DoorDash or you know, kind of like a side hustle. You know, they do these contract jobs, you know, Upwork or Fiverr where they're taking, you know, small side jobs. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Everything, every day I learn about new things. I'm always in the creator economy. I need to learn more about everything else. Uh -huh. um, awesome. So, yeah, I completely agree. And I think that it's super it also dated back to, you know, the freedoms aspect, right? Um, with the current pandemic, when it hit, like I mentioned, it really made us realize that what we want to do in life, it's very mission driven and you need to do what you're passionate about. Also, nine to five might not work out. <clears throat> you might get fired, you might get furloughed. So you need something else that's supporting your own economy you know and so that's why a lot of people are doing freelancer job they're they're doing ubers to get that extra income as well yeah, yeah no absolutely and what would you what would you say to companies out there who are thinking about going on to instagram or going on to tiktok to either build a personal brand or to advertise to potential clients of theirs what do you think would be a good first step of their or is there any advice you would give them to be successful sooner than later i would say start today um, TikTok is super new right now, but it's not going to be new in two, three months. I, I guarantee you that because I've been talking to so many startups that they're jumping into TikTok like crazy. Um, so get started right now. And your first step should be consuming contents. So TikTok has a very different way of portraying contents and you need to really speak the language of TikTok in order to do well in TikTok. So consume your consume as much of content as possible and learn how does it work in app and show up and start creating, be authentic as possible, be authentic, consistent and educational because people are innately selfish, right? So they want to see how is your content giving them value? What can you give them? So you need to be educating people, showing how can you provide them value, rather that be educational or a laugh or a story time that make them feel like they relate to you, something. I love it. And how often do you think they should post? Does it depend on the person or the business? Or is there a set rule for the amount of posts that are more successful than others? Should it be more frequent or, or not as often? Well, TikTok is an app that's constantly changing. It used to be like post as much as possible, um, three, four times per day, which I used to do actually, which is crazy now I think about it. But I would say one per, per one to two times per day, um, you should be good. But if you don't have that much time, focus on quality contents other than quantity. And, you know, somebody mentioned this the other day about OnlyFans. And I thought it was more of like an adult service, but apparently companies are jumping on this to offer like exclusive behind the scenes footage or tours or different perks to their clients or their subscribers. Do you think that would be a good venue to utilize or is that just something for something completely different? Oh, yes, for sure. Um, were you on the, the clubhouse room by any chance the other day? 
Swing. No, you know what? I was ju- I just got my invite to Clubhouse, so I'm right about to. Do oh, it. okay, awesome. Well, yeah, add me on there if you like. Um, just Sandy Lynn if you like. Um, yeah. Connect. So, OnlyFans is an interesting, very interesting platform, which I, th- I think you we will see a lot more of it uh, within this year and next. Um, you know, it has a, the stigma of being pornography, right? Right. Um, but what didn't start with pornography? Honestly, um, Facebook started as a dating place where Zuck, Mark Zuckerberg wanted to date girls and seem cool. Um, Bumble started with a dating app, but now they have networking app. You, you get the idea. But um, OnlyFans is a, a place where I think that a lot of play, a lot of players is going to go into a celebrity musician is going to release music in there that is only streamable if you pay the contents. People are going to get bored of putting out just quality free contents they will want to get somehow compensated um and this go back to the gig economy and creator economy people want to get compensated based off of you know how they portray their work um so i think OnlyFans is going to be a big one to look out for in the next two years um i think that a lot of educational people are going to pop up a lot of musicians celebrity are going to be on there no, definitely, definitely. You always have to forecast on what the next big platform is going to be before it actually pops. Now, Sandy, it's been great. Any last words of wisdom or anything you'd like to share with the audience before we wrap up? I would say the last thing is just don't be afraid of what your potential is. Um, embrace it. You know, everyone have a very unique perspective and unique way of showcasing it, and just believe in yourself and go out and do it. I love it. I'm a firm believer in that very statement. Now, Sandy, very last question. It's just a personal question just to get to know you a little bit better. So you're retired on an island for the rest of your life. You can only bring one book, one movie, and one album. What would they be? Oh, my God. A movie, an album. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Well, I would say that an album um, is a Chinese album that is very traditional Chinese album. And it just similar to jazz music, but Chinese jazz music. Um, and it just put you in a state of mind that's constantly you're meditating. So I feel like if I'm in an island, I'm going to be bored out of my mind. I can have learn how to meditate a lot. So I'm going to bring like Chinese jazz music with me. There you go. Love it. Now, what about the uh, the movie and the book? Movie, movie. Let's see. I want something like very lighthearted, you know, um, and funny. <laughs> but I can't really think about. It. But let's say Inception. I like Inception. It get me keep thinking. And if I'm in the island, I'm probably gonna have to be thinking about consistently thinking about things. And so Inception could be a good one. There you go. Yep. And, and book. The, yeah. Rich dad, poor dad. Oh, there you go. I've heard that before. I've had a couple people say that. That's great. Awesome. Sandy, I love it. How do people connect to you, reach out to you, learn more about your business, find you on TikTok, all the social channels? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find my personal ad by Sandy Lynn and all my business TikTok and Instagram is at smallbusinesstips underscore. If you want to email me, you can email me at sandy at sbtbysandy.com. Sandy, it's been awesome. Have an awesome day. Good luck with the business. I know you have some big goals in 2021. I know you're going to hit and exceed all of them. Let's stay connected and keep up the good work. Thank you. You're very welcome. 
Thank you for spending time with us today. We encourage you to join the many businesses that we have helped to achieve their objectives, align their departments, and increase their revenue. You can start by reaching out to us at results at onebrokencog.com. Together, we will make small adjustments that will lead to major impacts to your business, your culture, and your bottom line.